Friends that goal together, grow together. (laughs) Today, I have a friend of mine on the podcast, Dr. Darcy Davis-Gage, and we talk about all the things. We talk about trauma and purpose. We talk about friendship and goals. Y'all, she's amazing. She is a mental health counselor who does it all, from expressive arts therapy to work with first responders. I'm telling y'all, you don't want to miss this one. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of planning or goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If that sounds like you, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, and business owner. I started this podcast to help hardworking women and high-achieving mamas plan and set goals playfully and lightly. Unlike pressure-filled approaches, Plan Goal Plan centers on what delights you to help you envision all the possibilities your future holds. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I'm going to guide you through practices that will help you plan for clarity, set goals for direction, and act with purpose and delight. Let's get started. I am so excited to have the tenacious but wonderful Dr. Darcy Davis-Gage on Plan Go Plan today. Y'all, Darcy is wonderful. She is a licensed mental health counselor and a consultant for the Tenacity Institute. She has over 20 years of experience as a counselor, clinical supervisor, and doing consulting. And she works with clients to help them identify their purpose and their passions, as well as develop wellness practices that help you prevent burnout and compassion fatigue. How awesome is that? Darcy, I know that you do so many, many more things. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thanks, Danielle. I'm really excited to be here and talk more about purpose and planning and how that connects to what I do. Like Danielle said, I'm a counselor at Practice Counseling and work with a lot of people that um, deal with trauma. And part of healing from trauma is finding purpose. They find a lot of connections between if we're able to live our purpose, um, that actually helps reduce compassion, fatigue, and burnout. And so with lots of my clients, after we work through trauma, pieces of trauma, we lots of times talk about greater purposes and working towards those purposes. And so it's really connected into what I do for therapy each day. Awesome. And I know that you work with first responders as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that work that you do, Darcy? Yes, I work for a organization, a nonprofit called Heroes Haven. And what Heroes Haven has done is um, it's a nonprofit that works with first responders, mostly volunteer first responders, and helps to train peer support leaders. And so I'm a clinical consultant for that organization. So I help to train peer support Um, facilitators and then um, just be of support to first responders as they need it, um, as they're working with their peers um, in case of an emergency or if they need counseling. And so I've really found um, my work with them to be really fulfilling. I'm uh, raised as an Iowa farm girl. And so um, we benefited from volunteer firefighters services throughout my life. And so I feel a real connection to my roots when I work with first responders, especially volunteers from rural areas, because the need is so high for mental health services. And they also volunteer all of their time. And so I want to make sure that we as a community take care of them as they take care of us. That's awesome, Darcy. 
So I know that you do work with people that are going through some pretty big situations. And you've spoken to this a little bit already, but could you talk a little bit more about this connection between trauma and purpose? Sure. When I um, I do a lot of research and reading with compassion fatigue and how can we prevent that compassion fatigue, burnout, secondary trauma, they use the, quite a lot of those terms interchangeably. And one of, um, one of the things that has come out of the literature is the fact that if people know their purpose and um, what, why they do what they do, what's, what's the, what's their big picture. And they're able to focus on that and integrate it into, um, to what they do, whether it's their work or their volunteer experience, when there's that connection made that it's fulfilling a greater purpose in their lives, lots of times that reduces that compassion fatigue. It takes it from, I have to do this work. I'm required. My boss wants me to do it more to this is what I choose to do. And this, what, this is what fits into my bigger purpose, my own personal purpose. And so when people are living those values, it becomes um, more part of their bigger picture versus kind of what I do because I have to do it. And so helping people find exactly what that purpose is and how they fit that puzzle together helps them just to helps them um, towards wellness and feeling better in general. That's awesome. So Darcy and I have a workshop that we get to do together that's called Plan on Purpose. And I know that you do other sorts of workshops as well around purpose. And we've been kind of throwing that word out um, already in our conversation. Could you explain a little bit like more about what exactly is purpose and why does it matter to people? I define purpose as kind of what is your why? Why do you do what you do? What is the most, if you could sum up in um, a few sentences, what is the most important work? And I use work really generally. What's your most important work on this world? It may be being a parent. It may be um, being an active community member. It may be teaching others, you know, kind of what is that, what is that overall purpose? Many times they talk about like, when you are nearing the end of your life, you know, what's your legacy? What do you want people to remember you for? And so really diving into um, to what that is. And so when people kind of realize what is my purpose and spend some time figuring out their values connected with that, and um, they're able to know it, then you can um, actually look at different activities or as you take on different responsibilities or choose, if you have some choice in your work life as to what um, what gets your attention, you can take and look at like, what is my purpose? And does this committee that I was asked to be on connect with my purpose or does it not? It kind of helps you navigate life into figuring out, am I going to choose things that kind of fit into my bigger picture or am I not? And so that can help people actually live out their purpose versus just saying, this is what my purpose is, but I spend all my time doing other things that aren't fulfilling. And so people tend to feel more fulfilled if they can line up their purpose with what they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, which leads a lot into what we do together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so if my listeners wanted to live out their purpose and we were able to offer them a couple of activities that they could do at home to help them start finding purpose and direction, do you have a suggestion for a couple of activities that they could engage in? Sure. One of the activities I lots of times start people with is a really short activity that just helps you kind of start to think about um, your purpose. And that is, I ask people to write a six-word autobiography. 
So you only get six words, has to make sense, just can't be a whole bunch of words together, but what would that be? And so taking some time to think about, if I only had six words to describe my life, what would those six words be? Or what would that saying be? Um, and it's one of those things that it's very short, but it sometimes takes some reflection and some time to think about that. Um, and so that's one activity you can do, or you could just journal about your purpose. And then once you've journaled, then you take a look at what you wrote and can you pick out six things, concepts that you could pull together. So that's one activity. Another activity that I lots of times use is um, getting a deck of value sort cards. You can Google that on the internet. There's lots of them out there for free. You may have to cut them apart, but um, doing a value sort to, and usually there's packs, quite a few values. So if you can narrow those values down to three or five, um, they say are usually the core values we operate from. Um, which is really hard for people because they they have about 12 and they can't figure out how to narrow that down. And so um, spending some time reflecting and doing those value sort cards can really help you figure out um, what is the most important and getting it down to that. Then you can use that as a guide as you make decisions in your life. You know, does this decision support one of these main core values that I have, or does it not? And so um, that's another activity that I use quite a bit. And it's a great one to just start out with to figure out kind of what is most important to me. And when you have all those values on the cards in front of you, it really helps you analyze what's important, what's not important. Yeah, um, I've got to do both of these activities with Darcy over the years. And I remember the first time that I did a core value sort, I was like, this is easy, right? I was like, I like this value. I like that value. I was like, sure, sure. These are important. And then you're like, you're going to have to narrow that down now. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> because I do think that it's really easy for us to name what is important. It is even harder for us to decide what is most important. You know, you know there's the saying, if it's all important, nothing's important, right? Having a clear sense of what are your top values, that doesn't mean you can't hold to these other values, but that you're going to prioritize those over other ones is, it's not easy, but it can be incredibly clarifying to be able to name what is the most important and move from there. So I really love those activities. You all should pause this podcast right now do those activities and then reach out to me and let me know how they went. I want to know what are your core values. So when I reached out to Darcy, one of the things that I really wanted to talk to her about is friendships. So Darcy is a dear, dear friend to me. And I know that our friendship has grown today in part because we set goals with each other. So Darcy, I wanted you to tell us a little bit about your journey with goal setting and planning. My goal setting, I'd always thought that I was a good planner because I had a planner. I put things in it um, and um, I didn't put a whole lot of necessarily thought into that. I kind of knew my core values, but I think my problem was connecting my core values to my daily living. And Danielle and I had the opportunity to meet at work um, through a retreat that we did, which was fantastic and really uh I experienced a lot of personal growth and that's where we met. And then Danielle 
had reached out over um, one winter break and said, hey, I want to get a group of people together to start talking about goals. And I was like, oh, my God, that is such a good idea. I'm so excited you invited me. And um, that was kind of the start of us getting to know each other better. And I think that was maybe three years ago or maybe more. And um, so we have continued to meet regularly and we talk about our goals. We talk about our dreams. We talk about what's important. And that has helped me to really narrow and put into place things that I know that I need to do to create the life that I really want to live and not, not have so much separation between those values that I claim to have and then the values that I live. So I feel like I'm living much more close to my purpose. And Danielle's kind of my accountability partner. And so we can we can talk about that. And um, I've got to learn. Um, she's shared with me ways to plan and ways to put things into action. And so it's just been an incredible friendship um, that has helped me to grow as a person. Yeah, I think it's, so hard to set goals with other people and not grow together because you're skipping through some of the small talk and you're like, what do you want out of your life? What's important? What are you struggling with? And it's really hard to work through those things with someone and not feel a connection. So one of my other questions for you is, have you seen goal setting grow any of your other relationships or any of your other friendships? Yeah, I think that when you start to um, look at like dream, I think um, I feel like when I have conversations with Danielle, it's really about my my dreams. What's to, for both of us? I hope it's that deep seated like this is what I want for my life. And I think having that friendship has helped me to grow. Thinking of a couple other friends that I've had that I have that have started their own businesses, is to kind of thinking about like what is important. Are and and we remind each other. Are you doing what is important? Are you doing what everybody else wants you to do? And so it has it has just made those friendships a little bit more focused in a very, very positive way versus sitting around and complaining about all the things that we complain about. Not that I don't do that. I still do that once in a while, but it has changed um, my outlook and um, some of those friendships. It's just made them um, become more alive in a lot of ways. Absolutely. And it's so amazing to have a group of people in your life that are supporting you, that are cheering you on. And I find that as I get older, I don't have room for people that aren't in my corner. And so, you know, I think that I've gotten a lot more picky about my relationships um, and that I want to have people that are cheering me on, are going to support me in my goals. So really quickly, what's your favorite planning hack? Oh. I think um, one of, I mean, a couple of these are ones that I've gotten from you. And so um, one, the one that comes to mind the most um, in, it's not necessarily planning, but more habit is habit stacking. I stack my things that maybe I find I struggle to do around things I have to do every day. So I brush my teeth every day. Maybe I put moisturizer on and those are very small things, but um, that's been helpful Another one that's been helpful is just thinking about what I want to do long term and how does my behavior today connect with that? So that's really not a hack, but more of a mindset. It's just helped me to create that mindset. Probably a planning hack would be I make a to done list at the end of the day, and that helps me. Um, I do make to do list as well, but to done list help me 
reminds me that I did get things done today, even if it was a day that I felt like I was running around and not getting much done. I actually feel like, oh, I did accomplish things. And when I do that at the end of my day, it helps me to relax and sleep and kind of know, okay, this is what I did. Um, I can put today away. And I usually do some journaling at night before bed. And it just helps me to put the day away in a um, in feeling accomplished versus going to bed going, oh my gosh, I have so much to do tomorrow. So that's one that has helped me be more, it, it, ironically, it's helped me to be more productive. I love that because it keeps you motivated too, because I think that so often it can feel like, oh, I just didn't make any progress today. But if you get in the habit of sitting down and naming what you actually did do, it is sometimes wild how much progress we do make, even on the days that feel like fluff days. I want to say that Darcy is also like my failure friend. And what I mean by that is not that she's a failure. She's fantastic. <laughs> but like when I fail big at something, she's like my person that I feel like I can text and tell and we can laugh about it. And I am a, a big failure when it comes to keeping my keys in a place I can find them. And Darcy is the person that I'm like, Darcy lost my keys again today, or I, you know, drove away with a coffee on the top of my minivan again. <laughs> so um, having a friend too that can help you laugh at your mess ups is so wonderful. And I'm so grateful that Darcy is that person for me. And I'm grateful too, because I'm on the other end um, doing those things. I also, um, one of part of our friendship too, is when I accomplish something, I feel like I can reach out to Danielle. Um, cleaning is a real challenge for me. And so um, sometimes, you know, I will send her a before and after picture of, of where I've cleaned. And, and for me, that's a, um, that's sharing some vulnerability and saying, this is what it looked like before, which was really messy. And now it looks, it looks better. I feel like we have that friendship where, you know, we can walk in each other's house and, and whatever the state of affairs is. And, and we can come together and figure out what's the next step and kind of tune out maybe some of the things that are around us and really focus on those important things, which has been so valuable to me. And we can go for a little bit of time without talking and then we get together and we just catch up. And that's really important, I think, to have a friendship where those things are happening. And I look forward to conversations with Danielle because I know I leave feeling energized and lots of times a little bit more focused. Yeah, that makes me happy to know that I don't leave you more scattered. <laughs> oh, no. So Darcy, if if my listeners wanted to find you, how could they get a hold of you? So I have a small private practice called the Tenacity Institute, and I can share that contact information in the show notes um, with Danielle if you want to get a hold of me by email or um, or it links to my webpage. Darcy, thank you so much for coming on Plan Go Plan today. It was a joy. It was super fun. You do amazing work and I cannot wait for us to get to do get together and do another workshop together. So thank you so much, Darcy. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I appreciate all that you have done in my life to help me. And I think this is a wonderful platform. And I think listeners, as you continue to listen to this podcast, you'll come away with great um, ways to plan and improve your life. Y'all, how fortunate am I to have such a wonderful human in my life? Darcy is smart, she's brilliant, and she does really amazing, really important work, and I feel 
so honored to have someone like her in my corner cheering me on. You need to get yourself a Darcy. If you don't have one, get yourself a Darcy. To recap our conversation, today we talked about the connection between trauma and purpose, that if you have experienced trauma, being able to connect to your purpose is a really important part of healing, that you are more likely to find a path towards healing when you have a strong connection to your purpose. We also talked about the connection between goal setting and friendship, that when you set goals with friends, you develop a stronger and deeper relationship. And finally, Darcy shared some of her own tips around planning. And I really love her tip to create a to-done list instead of a to-do list, a to-done list as a way to really mark and celebrate all of your little wins every single day. So I hope that you are tenacious. I hope that this week you are full of purpose, that you can connect to a friend and cheer them on on their goals. Have a beautiful week, friends. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.